Hi everyone, this is Emily and Sima hosting Thai China. With cross-cultural studying and working experience, but both born in Shanghai, we have seen lots of information asymmetry from international sources and local perspectives. This brought us the idea of opening this podcast to show the real China to audience who are interested in this topic. The program will be released bi-weekly to present a fresh China through Chinese popular topics, brands, and high-attention events. If you would like to know this country from a local voice, please enjoy it. In our podcast profile, we have the email address for any open remarks or suggestions. Feel free to reach out to us.、Mm. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. So today, actually, we have a guest. New, new guest, yeah. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm Arena. <laughs> Very nice to meet you, Marina. This is actually my first time meeting Marina as well. Yeah,、um, Marina is my friend. Yeah, and the、uh, living in China for a very long time. Thirteen years, actually. Yeah,、Whoa. it's now already thirteen years.、Mm. So I think Marina's opinion can represent、um, a portion of those kind of China, foreigners who live in China. Probably、mm. not all, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a good portion. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah I think、um, Marina just. Start with、uh, self introduction. So let the audience audience also know about、uh, know more about you. Sure.、Mm. So yeah, I said my name is Lorena. Originally, I'm from Germany, and I came to Shanghai actually in two thousand and eight. I was very inexperienced, so I just like stumbled into that.、Uh, actually, my plan was、uh, never to go to go really、um, to Asia. Or, so it was a, a lucky coincidence.、Um, at that time. I started、uh, pretty early in the automotive business,、uh, which I'm still working in. So now I'm working for a German automotive supplier in the field of engineering.、Um, I have my I have my own team.、Um, I have a very good、uh, working environment.、Um, so this is everything what I really enjoy. And of course, on the other side, I met so many new people in Shanghai since those many years.、Uh, so many different perspectives I learned. And I was very lucky. I once had a Chinese boyfriend, so this I think brought me very deep into the Chinese culture. <laughs> and、uh, meanwhile, I have very mixed、uh, friendships, so a lot of international people, but also a lot of Chinese people. And、um, this gives me a good、uh, starting point, let's say, like to also discuss different kind of topics. Very well.、Uh, Very looking forward to your participation, actually. Thank you. Because、um, um, Sama and I, we have been talking ab-、uh, about different brands or phenomena for a while,、yeah. and I think it's always from a China perspective.、Uh, but、uh, adding a expat perspective will be more interesting. Yeah, and for our audience, yeah, same that maybe previously they just、uh, hear a lot of. Same opinion from me and Emily that if we have foreigners join us, then they will learn more opinions from those kind of foreigners who are living in China. Then know more about China. Yeah, yeah, from a foreign perspective.、Mm. Yeah, I think it's like when we talk summer, right? When we meet each other, and then also we see in some points we might be different or、yeah. we see the things. It's actually also learning. Yeah. So especially when you share intercultural, there's a lot of learning. Yeah,、oh. and it's good at it. Since me and Emily has experience in studying abroad, and Verena has also living experience in China, so we can understand with each other easily. Yeah, there might be some overlapping stuff, but yeah, I see. Yeah, I think there must be something very different. <laughs> we don't need to be different on everything, right? No, no. How how you two met? Uh, ah yes, I wasn't actually. I when I built my own business, so I have a coaching business on the side,、mm. and I was at an event、uh, where Sama's husband was giving a speech,、mm. 
and um, I liked him so much, so I brought him <laughs> and said, "Ah, oh, maybe he could share some of his advice, mm. uh, have a coffee together." Mm. And then we had a, a few a few meetups, and then later he said, "Oh, why? Uh, let's not meet up for dinner. I bring yeah. my wife, and this is how we met." Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, once we meet with each other, then we feel that we are very. I like Verna very much. So. Very similar interests. Yeah, yeah, very similar interests. So it's yeah. good starting point. Yes. <laughs> so, so how long you've been in Shanghai? Is so I came first time was two thousand and eight, and always in Shanghai. Always in Shanghai. So now I really feel like I'm half local. <laughs> it's very hard for me to imagine moving somewhere else in China. But when you the first time you came to Shanghai, um, a lot of foreigners here, or is it difficult for you? I mean, it was difficult. I mean, I was my first job actually was a, on an internship, so I barely had any money. I was uh, oh. living in the outskirts of Pudong, eating street food every day, having, <laughs> having an apartment without any aircon. So it was it was a tough year. <laughs> but at the time, it, it, it was it. Foreigner friendly that they have bilingual. No, so I mean I would not say it's not foreigner friendly, but definitely no one spoke English. So I remember the first um, the first morning going out and I saw so many people um, on the street. They were waited for a jamming, mm -hmm. and I was looking. Ah, oh, what do people order? What do they eat for breakfast? And I thought they're so delicious. Actually, jamming still one of my favorites. So and I wanted to find out how do they order, and then. Of course, first I tried in English, but it's like no one, not not a single person spoke mm. English. <laughs> and uh, my first Chinese I learned from the street and mm. from a lot of beautiful ladies at the family mart. So they <laughs> teach me a lot of a lot of Chinese words in order to be able to to order something or to say thank you. And um, so I would say the people, they yes, they were foreigner friendly. Weren't there many foreigners? Probably I'd say no. Nice. Um, but definitely, they they wanted to help you, mm. and they 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 were very interested. Mm. So only yeah. use gestures, body language. Yeah, in the beginning, a lot of body language. Then I bought a few books, and then I had like my my three sentences I I tried out. Of but of course, my pronunciation was horrible, so no one could really understand me. Mm. Um, that was a lot of challenge in the beginning because there was no no Didi, there was no Taobao, so you oh, really had to do oh, everything yeah. physically, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No but, Didi. But 2008 and eight is a very interesting year because starting with that, uh, I think because that time Europe is Olympics. The, 2008 yeah, was also it's the Olympics. Olympics um, but Europe is financial crisis yes. time. And uh, when you come, they came to China. Maybe what you see is really the booming economy here. <laughs> uh, True. Yeah. And 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 2010 we have Expo. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. I think that's the time where when the foreigner is starting to really booming here. Right. <laughs> and mm. and I, I I think I still think Shanghai is a very foreigner friendly city. It's always like we spoil foreigners a lot. Mm. Uh, Definitely, I would say um, at least what I also experience from other parts in China or from other other countries in Asia, that it's easiest to to um, get new friends or get to know new people in uh, in Shanghai, especially. Mm. So the people here are not afraid. They're they just um, they're probably also used to foreigners mm. since yeah. since an early yes. early time. Yes, that's that's partly actually embedded in Shanghai's gene right. because we have been historically. First colonized and then and then also a lot of things happen just with international exchanges, right? So, uh, so within your time in Shanghai, you are always in auto industry. 
I was a short time in chemical industry, but you could neglect that. So mm. you could say I'm an automotive girl. Mm. <laughs> That's very German. That's yeah, very German, German, right? A lot of a lot of Germans work in automotive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So so is the German community here quite big or? I think probably I'm the wrong person to ask that because I barely have any German friends. A few, yes. I think it's more um, is more for for people who have family kids here. Mm. Then probably they are more in this German community because mm. they go to the German school and so on. Um, but for myself, I have a very international uh, friend circle, pretty much from from all countries. Mm. And probably because I also don't care, I don't choose my friends according to their nationality, but simply. You know, if we have common interests, if we have things to talk about, then so most of your friends are your colleagues or how you colleagues know? anyway. Pretty much all of them Chinese, mm. and uh, then mm. a few a few German events friends. that you make friends from events like how you meet with my husband. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and then one person knows another person, and uh, sometimes I really think there's so, so such a huge network you can build up here. And of course, people also leave back home. Mm. So I think this is one thing that I really had to get used to. And my first years, you make a friend, and then suddenly they leave, uh, like six months later mm. or twelve months later. And um, at the end, you get much faster in getting to know people. Mm. So you are usually more direct. You're more open. Because you know, there's not much time to get to know each other, right? So <laughs> you should be quick. Mm -hmm. And uh, but you also get used to it that later, people just leave, and you have to live with that. And uh, ideally, you just stay in touch with them. So a lot of my friends, who are now in other countries, in the U.S. or uh, back in Germany, mm -hmm. I met them actually here. So, so when you were. At one time, it's about a lot. There, there's work, right? But mm -hmm. apart from work, what are your leisure time? Things like what kind of events you are going or anything else you are doing yeah. at night or at weekends in Shanghai. So I'm a very sportive person. Um, so due to my interest in, in yoga and fitness, of course, I it's also easy to meet people. Sometimes you go outside for sports. Sometimes, of course, also I stay inside. But especially, this is a common topic where you can easily find people to talk about. Then um, I, I have I'm a part of some clubs. So I'm in a table tennis club. I go for table um, tennis. That's very yes. Chinese. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was my involvement. Then we can find time to cheer tour. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going for Latin dancing. So this is another club where I very easily meet people. Um, then I'm at an international women's uh, club. So uh, IPWS, that's mm -hmm. called. Mm -hmm. So there you can also meet uh, really heaps of people. And then sometimes, like those single events, um, when you like, there's a, sp a special topic about uh, building business or anything that's related to my work or to my to coaching. Um, then I would go there, and um, yeah, and then pretty much I don't know through friends bring more friends because then on one time I think in early times I would have said foreigners rather stick together, while now if I go to these events always mixed. Yeah, I'm oh, very happy next. to see that this change actually yeah. because, um, like green initiatives I just mentioned, mm. it, it used to be a very expat-based community, but for the reason maybe three or four years, you see more and more Chinese faces showing up as well, mm. and it's getting very mixed. Right, and this is what I really enjoy. So it's it's a self-runner to get to know people in mm. Shanghai. Mm. Mm. And it makes it very easy because um, you always meet new people, but you have also your your stable friends, um, it also makes me very busy. So sometimes I just wish to stay at home and sleep. 
Have you have you traveled a lot uh, yes. in China? Before COVID, I was like the super traveler. I already visited 70 countries. Um, so of course, Asia is my focus. I love I love Asia. Um, so I I pretty much would say visited almost all of China, um, especially in the early years. But now it's it's. Um, it came back. So since COVID started, of course, then I explore the places again. I explore some new places in China. Um, yeah, I miss traveling actually. So within the travel destination in China, if mm -hmm. there is a foreigner coming mm -hmm. as a visitor, mm -hmm. is there a must-see destination you would recommend? Yeah, I mean definitely Beijing. No, uh, I've been three times to the Great Wall. Uh -huh. I think this is for every foreigner something you you must see. I never been to Great Wall. No, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's the how it comes from, yeah, from, from yeah, my yeah, discussion yeah. because it's for for me most of the cases right now all of my foreign friends they travel to more cities in China than I do. Mm. <laughs> so, I, Just like have you visited the Swan Castle in Germany? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went there actually. <laughs> yeah, we went there. We think that this is definitely the place that was visited. Actually, actually my, my home is not so far from it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't visit it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's also but one I, part I, I think I'm very I'm a little bit curious about how you find those kind of travel information. I mean, in early times, mm -hmm. uh, there is something called like Lonely Planet. This is like this, this most super foreigner friendly yeah, book, yeah, yeah. which gives you everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, but nowadays you just uh, go online and check everything. Um, there are also still, what I joined a few times before, um, international travel groups, mm -hmm. where also mixed Chinese and foreigners. So they do the planning, uh, you sign up for it, you meet cool people, and uh, it's a little bit easier than to organize. But I'm also okay to organize it by myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I would like to say that those kind of what we call BBS or platform, they only have Chinese version. That only Chinese will leave the message or write their experience of traveling on those kind of platforms. So right. yeah, a lot of foreigners they cannot find useful information for Chinese. But for example, Sea Trip. Sea Trip is very international. Yeah, but only wow. Chinese. No, I think they have international version. Sea Trip, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's already the monopoly, so that's why they could, they can. Oh. And they have a very that. good service too. So if you have a, any problem, you can call their hotline and they mm. help you immediately. So you usually just travel alone or with friends, or or it's more like joining a travelers group. Depends everything. Depends on the location. Depends on who currently has time. Um, depends on what kind of mood I'm currently at. Mm. Yeah. So what kind of, what's the most fucked up travel you have? was in China. Mm. Worst travel experience? Uh, I would not say the worst travel experience. Definitely in my first year because so actually at that time there was my, my boyfriend from studies with me and we were on such a low budget. So we had like zero money and then of course you need to take the cheapest bus. There is, uh, you need to take the cheapest hotel and so I remember we were, <laughs> oh yeah, this maybe was, I was very stressed at the time. We were going to Huangshan mm. with like this long distance bus. Another and mountain I've never been. One <laughs> <laughs> time is okay. I would not go there. Just many yeah, a lot, of, a lot of my friends said, said that. For one time is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah I've been there 14 buildings. Yeah, my company. That's overnight. very hardcore. <laughs> 
So we were sitting on the bus and actually we had no idea where to get out. And everything, I mean, you're really on countryside. So, um, and I could speak like those five words of Chinese and my boyfriend couldn't speak, could speak, couldn't speak any. And I really tried so hard to find out if someone could help us where we should finally exit. And I was so stressed and then they were just kicking us in the middle of nowhere. And then luckily it was just a stop before the, the actual ah. destination. But uh, of course, then you feel stressed because if you do not have any money, mm. you or like my myself, I'm always afraid. Oh no, I'm gonna die here, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, and even if you have a lot of preparation, later I got a little bit cooler, more relaxed because actually, what I learned in China, you don't get lost. Yes, even in the darkest corner, there would be someone you find who is somehow then helping you. Because I think everyone feels a pity for foreigners who don't speak Chinese, so they're, yes. they're going to help mm. you somehow. Yeah. Or at least they give you food. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, come to a very cultural difference topic. Mm-hmm. So, you've been here for, for so long time, right? Mm. What's the first thing shocked you? And right now, what still shocked you? I mean, there are thousands of things that shocked me, right? Um, I think in the beginning you do not really um, realize it at once, but especially when you start having Chinese friends, or especially when I started having a Chinese boyfriend, then you suddenly figure out there is like worlds in between those two cultures. Um, from, For example, from a woman perspective, I had this friend and uh, I, I, I remember, I mean, this is not really very, very... Uh, sensitive topic right so um, I asked her to go to massage and she said no she cannot because she has a period and I said like what's the problem <laughs> right so and I mean I mean uh, probably you know where I'm going to there's like this long list what Chinese women cannot do when they have their period and for us it would be like okay. now we would just even say okay but then it's the perfect time to go because anyway you don't feel good and um, or another uh, another thing that that really shocked me then uh, Chinese women um, have their baby then they stay like one month in bed yes. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we would be the complete difference so we would the next day so as soon as we were out of the hospital we would fresh up we would take the baby go out and then really walk and uh, do everything we could to just get some fresh that, air that's actually one topic on our list uh, relevant to the US yeah 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 the US yeah yeah it's it's really a big thing in China but I think it's uh, not, us, it's not a little bit every, disgusting I must yeah, say yeah. so if I only think about it, like not showering just lying there like no, I think right is now they, healthy? Yeah, it's it's getting healthier. But still it's uh, it's it's still some historic legacy that we yeah. need to follow. If you we really practice like how people outside China is doing, uh, most of the mothers I will uh, uh, grandmothers I think they will be really go very crazy. Right. <laughs> and as I said, as thousand other things, for example, eating manners are different. Um, then also hygiene is a little bit different. Mm. Everyone has different um, focus points, right? And then with my boyfriend, I had tons of differences. It's, it starts with simple things. When Christmas is approaching, you're like super excited. You want to decorate the apartment. You're, you're really looking forward to meet the family. And your boyfriend has like zero emotions. <laughs> and when the Chinese New Year is coming, he's very excited. You know, he wants to meet up with the family, then all this food. Mm-hmm. And I have like zero emotions. Mm-hmm. And uh, this then really goes deeper and deeper with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely would be worthwhile another episode. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's more or less because yeah, one. more or less because of the the culture, how you grow up, mm-hmm. how makes you grow a big up. difference. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we can 
also use this chance to discuss a bit on how we can move forward with different topics. Because Marina yes. um, right already has several like proposals. We have serious <laughs> topics that to discuss about the different culture between the Western and the and, and China. Yeah. Mm. I think it's a. I, I really like the se- like the second one actually. Let's let's also name out those four to mm-hmm. to see how we can just make a sequence on that and then and then we can we can record on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yes. So the first one pretty much because I'm also following the news for COVID, right? And for me, it's always very interesting because um, I have so people from, for example, my family back home or, or some friends back home. They have this feeling like COVID situation is like horrible because no one can go out. And sometimes they ask me, you know, how, how's your life here? Do you still survive? So um, my my perception on the COVID situation in China is much, much, much better than theirs. But on the other hand, my my perception on COVID situation in Europe is much worse than theirs. Yeah. So um, I think sometimes also to, to discuss this, because probably you won't follow so much what's going on, for example, in, in Germany on COVID. Um, so this is definitely also interesting. How how do you think mm. how do you think situation here? Yeah. How do you think situation abroad? And yeah. how would be my thing? Because I have yeah. different sources and yeah. also yeah. probably different perception. Yeah. But I think this. My opinion on this one is we can wait until this COVID passes. No, then that will be forever. <laughs> I think it's 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 more like uh, let's see how this wave of or, or this yeah, uh, this yeah, right. wave of Shanghai Shanghai cases can go. That's a good, good idea. Yeah, because I really want to see like how the Omicron can go. Yeah, this is the first time actually. It can go quick and fast. Yes, and yes, you can believe it. Yes, because previously we have the Wuhan kind mm. of peak time, right? Mm. Then, and then and then one month ago we have Xi'an uh, mm. peak time, and I'm not sure if right now or 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 even within one one uh, just before chinese new year because there's so many immigrants coming traveling into different cities mm. how how the things can go mm. so i i think that will be a very interesting trace back if we talk it just a bit late later mm. Mm. okay the second topic is uh, having kids or not getting old alone um, this topic is very near to me, I think, and I discussed it with many friends. Um, is and you can discuss it um, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Also, I discussed it with many many Chinese people. It's very interesting to hear all those different perspectives, and I think it's an interesting topic because there is no right, no wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just simply everyone's choice. Yes, and but I know some people they might. Um, be worrying about it. They're maybe not sure. Um, are they are they taking the right direction? Um, so I think, especially if we give them different opinions, they could maybe catch up on that and see. Okay, what do I think actually? How do I want to spend my life? Uh, the third one is yeah because of the the current topic. Um, for example, I was uh, always traveling. So when spring festival festival was coming up, I think every foreigner was exiting from China, <laughs> going to Thailand or whatever. Yeah. So and also last year and this year, I'm staying again here in Shanghai for mm. spring festival, which usually I would say is like a no go. But actually now I somehow enjoy it. Um, Shanghai is very good during Chinese New Year. I mean, usually it was not because everything is closed no, and yeah. there is no friends here. So that's also a reason why you leave, right? If mm-hmm. no one's mm-hmm. here. But now, 
friends staying here, everything mm. is open. If the weather is nice, it's actually beautiful mm. because the city has still so much vibes. Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think also there I see even I myself change because I'm, I'm then enjoying it. It's like a staycation. You have your home always around. There's not much trouble. You don't need to organize anything. Um, so this is also, I think, um, at least from my point of view, how it feels for me because it's not my home and mm. I have no option to mm. go home. Mm. And uh, the last topic is also uh, one topic which actually is, uh, I'm always very interested to talk with people, is about work-life balance. Mm -hmm. And I think especially if you look at different cultures, and you know Chinese, they uh, also they have a lot of work pressure, a lot of pressure in school, uh, also later how to, mm -hmm. how to deal with the family. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I know also Chinese uh, often think, ah, oh, you know, foreigners, so easy for them. They just, you know, so many holidays and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think there can be a lot of shared on that topic as well. Yeah. yeah. But I think for the fourth one, actually we can have a lot of sub subtopics. Right. Because <laughs> it's, um, it's just covering a lot of things like working pressures or you can how you dive yeah, yeah how how you how you see works and uh, or even how you see nine nine six right that's exactly. very Chinese mm -hmm. and uh, or all this stuff I, I I think we can maybe later on open another episode to discuss <laughs> what other subtopics are. <laughs> I really like the third one because it's about Chinese New Year and we are getting this Spring Festival vibes right already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. what do you think? I like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to make a sequence around it. Mm. Mm. No, for for example, is Chinese Year anyway approaching? Why not taking this first? Because yeah. no matter if you do it before or after, at least I could share how I felt. Um, mm. How if, actually I hope it's like similar like last year because last year really had a wonderful week. The yeah. sun was shining yeah. and uh, I was going out for coffee, meeting friends. That yeah. was super nice. Yeah. Okay, let's start with this one then. Then for the following ones, maybe. Yeah, I'm very much immersed into that kids topic. I I yeah, love to discuss this one. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. let's do kids for the second one then, and and maybe COVID can come in uh, <laughs> at the right. COVID is always a good topic. Yeah. <laughs> then we can discuss details for the sequence of uh, the rest of things. Right. Maybe we'll change. Yeah, <laughs> maybe all the COVID there, situation. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe there's new topics coming up when we want to discuss sure. something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, then that's it actually for this as an onboarding session. Yeah, um, very welcome, Verona, to join us. Thanks for having me. Yes, yes. Yeah. Look forward to the following episodes. Yeah. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye, -bye.